a girl that friend zones doesn't want sex. A guy that friend zones does want sex. So that's right. probably the the difference there. And like in a situation ship, like the woman usually not always wants a relationship and the guy is like, here's sex and also some breakfast. The next <laughs> yeah, day. yeah, for sure. Please clap. Hey, I'm Sean Malay, a content creator for 137 PM, and this is my podcast, Please Clap, where I talk to friends I've met through comedy who I think are really funny. Today's guest is Katie Holler. She's a great comedian. She works at VaynerMedia with me, but she's on the Durex team. She works for the condom company's TikTok, and she makes them go viral all the time. She's super funny. She's really nice, and she's just a great hang. So tune in. Here it is. She's awesome. You're going to love it. How long have you been doing stand up? So I've been, uh, I started I started in college like ten to twelve years ago, <laughs> depending on. <laughs> um, who cares? Uh, I started like ten. I started in college, uh, and then I sort of had an improv phase when I moved to New York, and which I regret. No, I don't actually. It was it, it, it was it, fun. It, 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 I feel like it it strengthens the muscle. It does. You know, the yeah. comedic whatever. Yeah. So. Um. So I would say I started it in college, but I've been like focusing on it for like the last six or seven years, like really feeling like, okay, want to just focus on this, not do other stuff. That's cool. How many, how many, uh, how often are you doing shows? Um, the last two months, I, not that often, like once a week or so, but that's still pretty good though. Uh, because, um, I'm still struggling to get shows. I get it like a couple of times a month maybe, but yeah. Um, are you doing mics too? Not right yeah, now, no. but it's cool. I mean, it's like, uh, it's tough coming from like here and it's like, we end at six and then it's like, I don't know. What do you do here at Vader media? Cause I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I know, but I don't. Okay. So I started like three, no, almost four years ago, actually four years ago as a copywriter. Um, and I was on planters. That's actually how I met Seth the first time because uh, there was one day we were shooting for planters and they were like, oh no, the actress that we booked is not available and the peanut suit only fits someone who's five, six or shorter. <laughs> so we need you to go and be Mr. Peanut. <laughs> do you awesome. mind? And I was like, do I mind? I was like, this is the best day of my life. Um, do you have footage of this? Uh, oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, so what did you have to do in this peanut outfit? Dance a lot okay. as the nutcracker to oh. the nutcracker. Okay. Well, we did Super Bowl commercials for... Uh, planters were you yes. were you in a super bowl commercial uh, so i moved off the brand and then they brought me back on the oh. week of the super bowl and they were like just a quick recap he's gonna die and then he's gonna be reborn as a baby and you're gonna do baby nut social and i was like wait what no way <laughs> so you were running you were baby nut i was baby nut Damn. Technically, you are baby nut. So then i was a senior creator and now i'm one of the ccas which is basically like hybrid role of strategy, um, creator and community manager. Oh, so you were a part of that strat. We did stand up for, yes. um, the office one day, yeah. which was, you know, <laughs> unsettling. Yeah. But, um, it was the strategy team. Yeah. It was a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know what the, what, it was so bright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very bright, big room. And, uh, but the worst part of it was, there was uh, people projected behind us oh, on yeah. Google Hangout. <laughs> and so you would forget. They're just like projected on your forehead, like not laughing. Yeah. Like on my forehead, rather not laughing. And like, I'm like telling jokes. And then and then the one girl was pinned for a while. Yeah. I think it was Kate even. <laughs> um, 
And so I don't know if that was a, how did you feel about that? Did you, that's I think, the, I think for, I think we did well. We I think it was well. definitely a weird environment to do stand up. So that is true. Did you have to like go and talk to the, these teammates after and like, did it feel weird going back to the a office? A little bit, but so I, I was put on um, the Darex account in, I think like end of April or May because I've always like, as a comedian, I think that's sort of like the, there's always this, like how, much can I be myself at work and not get fired? Right, <laughs> like, right. And then Durex completely eradicates like all norms. It's like you meet your teammate and then and then you're just like, okay, cool. So we need that Volva asset at 4 p.m. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what are we doing yeah. here? <laughs> like that is interesting. There's no layer of like. I guess I don't know what there would be, but like on film sets, it's like you have like the intimacy coordinator, right? Yeah. But here, it's just like just handing off dildos and yeah. talking vibrators. That's cool. Pretty much. That's sick. Well, so now you're on Durex and you said you're making a music video for them or what's the deal with that? Uh, Danny Chamberlain, who I work with a lot and Craig Lashley, who's an amazing, amazingly talented rapper. Um, the three of us just really vibe. We've never been on the same team. We just kind of, it's like, you know, those people that just, you just like click and there's really good creative chemistry. So we had like written a song for like, Rob, we did like the holiday song. We made a rap together and we were like, all right, let's, let's like do more stuff like this. So there was a, we, there was a, an assignment for, they do these like curiosity sessions for a creative department. And it was basically like make any TikTok you want based on any comment that you see. So Craig, um, went through the Durex comments and people are always like, because people are scrolling, they're not expecting to see anything from Durex. They're like not thinking about sex all of a sudden there's like, directs in the feed and people are like, why are you on my FYP? That was like the most common yeah. comment. So Craig did like a 15 second song that was like, it's for your penis. <laughs> and okay, it right. was like very clever and uh, it went super well. It was a reaction video to something else that had gone viral, but it basically blew up and people were like, we need the full song. Where's the music video? Like Danny, Craig and I basically turned it into like a three verse song. Craig is the first one. And his whole verse is sort of about like, he's like just on grinder trying to like match with someone and like he go ends up on a date. And then my verse is more about like female pleasure for mm -hmm. like the responsible hoes. Mm -hmm. We're hoping starting a movement here, responsible hoe movement. Okay. <laughs> and then Danny's verse is kind of like for the straight dudes that just coast in bed. And it's sort of like, you got to like learn a little bit and mm. put, put the work in. Don't phone it in. Yeah. Right. Don't phone it in. Um, and like care about your partner's pleasure as much as your own. So that's sort of like the takeaway. So it's a nice little, nice little story. How um, long ago was this song? So this happened in May, I think. Yeah, I thought, cause I saw yeah. Durex was crushing it. You're doing a good job over there. Thank at you. Yeah, yeah. They're the team is super, super talented. Yeah. Um, um I, I guess it's like it makes it because like when I I have friends that do like Chef Boyardee and stuff, I feel like it's harder to be passionate about noodles, yeah. but like <laughs> to be passionate about condoms and it's easier yeah. to make that funny. Totally. And it's like you're supposed you would expect a level of professionalism, I guess, from like that brand. But for them to just be like, nah, like we're going to we're make a rap song about your yeah. penis. Like, how was it rapping? Does it because I. I've tried a few times and uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard. I know that. So. I, so I'm very good at rapping. I'm horrible at freestyling. Yeah. yeah well that, that's like forgivable. I mean, I guess it's yeah. forgivable to not be good at rap in general, but <laughs> like 
freestyling. I mean, you don't have to be good at that. Like, yeah. And so what did you write the lyrics or? You- yeah, we all kind of helped each other, like write it together. Um, and then they sent us to MIA in, in September and we performed it there, which was really fun. I also wanted to throw throw this out there. Oh yeah, Let's- this this mole. The, every this is the first pod recording where this is not a mole. This is a scar now. <gasps> wow. Yeah, got a mole removed, and also <laughs> get this. My mom is. In Can that pl- be the title of the podcast? <laughs> Sean has mole <laughs> removed. Get this. My mom is a nurse, right? So the doctor was like, "Oh, you can have your mom take out the stitches." And I didn't want to go back to Jersey, so she FaceTimed me, propped her up, and I removed my own Oh, my God. Yeah, but then midway through, I'm like, I think it's one big string, because normally it's a few different strings. Wow. And she's like, I've never seen that before. That's weird. And I'm like, you can't be, like, you can't be figuring out how to do this through the phone. Like, I thought she would have known. I don't know. She's like, I've never seen that in all my years. So, wow. But anyway, shout out the mole. It's gone. Some, uh, do you know Daniela Mora? She's a comedian. Yes. Yeah. She looked at it one day and she was like, that looks like a nipple. And I, <laughs> and I had a doctor's appointment scheduled already the next day. So I was like, well, can we get, maybe we could like take a look yeah. at this, you know, and see. So that that is uh it's an honor to have you on too. I'm, uh, I'm honored. <laughs> to, I'm honored to, to be a part of the, uh, Post-mole era. Yeah, the post-mole <laughs> era. Exactly. <laughs> he, like, cut it off, too. It was, like, it was just weird. I couldn't feel anything, but then he showed it to me after, and he, like, dangled my skin. It was, it felt like, and I was ju- I was watching the Dahmer documentary at the time. And oh, so man. I'm already used to seeing pieces of body, and it, yeah. it was just, it was unsettling. I watched that in, like, a day. Oh, yeah, me too, me and too. And then I binged, like, the documentary right uh, after that shit hurts my anxiety pretty bad. I got to stop binging all of that sort of stuff yeah. because uh, it kind of fucks with me a little bit, but um, good show. Yeah. Good show. Um, do you watch Mr. Ballin? No. What's that? He's this YouTuber. I, I'm obsessed with him. He like uh, he tells like he just tells a story to his phone camera. It's like but it's always true crime and it's like a 10 minute video, but he's got like hundreds and it's just always about death and, and real life shit that has happened. Check him out. Yeah, that's like a more manageable time, you know, like 10 minutes of yeah. true crime versus like 10 hours. Yeah, well, then I'm at <laughs> work binging it. And it's like, because it's like, they're, they're, you're like, oh, it's short. I'll just watch one more. And it's like easier to, it's like TikTok, yeah. you know? Exactly, yeah. Let, let me ask you this. You make TikToks for work. Do you find it like, do you go to like TikTok and you're like, like to post something or something like that? And then you're just like now watching TikTok and like. Oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Productive and uh, yeah. When your job is based in social yeah. media. Yeah. And, and then know. I end up, I, I definitely feel like I've been neglecting like my own. Yeah. The more I'm like on it, it's like I just need to, I need to I like get FOMO detach. when I watch yeah. TikTok. I'm like, oh, I should be doing this. Yes. Oh my God. That's the, it's so triggering too because yeah. you're like, I'm just trying to relax right now. And now I'm thinking of like, I could be doing this and like, it's like my, I'm so good at identifying for other people. This should be like your, your thing, or this should be like what you hone in on. Right. And then I can't do it for myself. And I just like try a million things. Oh, Although, that's me. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. But you've done, you've done well on TikTok. Yeah. But I mean, even still, like, it's like, I still don't know what to, like you said, hone in on. I'm just yeah. kind of like, ah, oh, like, and m- most days I'm like, maybe I can make a funny song today. Yeah. And then I can't. And then I'm like, ah, oh, like, so I go back to making some random TikTok. It's like day by day. I'm just like, or day to day I live. So I don't know. Yeah. Why? What would you tell me to hone in on? 
I think, I mean, I think like, po- like for me, I was like, why am I not posting any of my standup sets yeah, yeah, or like, sense. you know, telling more of like longer stories, but like, I love the one where you like the whole Tinder thing. Was it Tinder? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that shit like that is really funny. Yeah. I know that um, I could, I, it's like, but then I found myself writing for TikTok. Right. Which yeah, is exactly. Like weird. I don't know. I'm just like, TikTok is like not that fulfilling also like yeah. it's like all right you go viral like that initial spike of going viral for the first day is like i'm watching the video over and over again i'm reading the comments i'm laughing i'm crying laughing yeah. like, yes and then like the next day same video i'm like oh. like i'm like what's what next you right. know like now i'm just back to and so it's like i don't know i'm just glad that my dance phase on tiktok is over oh you you had a dance phase <laughs> I had- yeah, it was, it, I'm not proud of myself. That's all right. You could dance. Cause it's like, you know how when, on, when all you look for or like are engaging with is like a certain type of thing, that's really all your feed will show you. Right. So I was like watching all these dance tutorials. So I just thought like, that's what all the, that's only what the app was. This was still in like 2019, 2020 yeah, early. And then, um, like during the pandemic, I was just like, I need something to take my mind off of everything. I needed like a creative outlet that wasn't like stand up because that was like kind of stressing me out because I was like, ah, will I ever be able to do this again? Whatever. Yeah. So I was like, let me just learn all the dances. And yeah, it's so cringe. It's so cringe. No, it's when not I go cringe. Back. I mean, dance but, is cool. I like some of them I watch and I'm yeah. like, it makes you a pre. So like if you li- like with music, like there'll be a song I don't like, but then I'll listen to it because I don't really listen to lyrics. But if I listen to a lyrics on a song I don't like, sometimes it'll make me all of a sudden like the song. Cause I'm like, oh, well, that's what the emotion they're trying to paint with this song is, and so sometimes dance does that too. Like I'll watch a TikTok and it'll make me like the music more. Cause totally, I'm like, it's just cool looking. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Yeah, but not cringe. Not yeah. Now I d- I was like, oh, I could just use my personality. Right. I forgot right. that I'm <laughs> yeah, a comedian yeah. and can just talk. And you have that um, as material in your back pocket. Yeah. And I do, I, I really like doing like dating focused advice. That's a lot of what my comedy, like my standups about. So I sort of use my TikTok as a place to like give more of the information um, and like articles that I've read or like advice and yeah. Sort of like, don't do what I did in my twenties girls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> do you get a lot of girls that like, Thank you and stuff. And like you have a community you interact with based yeah. on that advice. That's been an interesting thing on TikTok recently is there's been this like, it's like all the girls started talking to each other and they were like, um, we're not cool with like situationships or like all yeah. of this, like, you know, what's a situationship? Oh my God. Bless your heart that you don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's good. What, what is it, it is good. Seth's married now, so he doesn't need to yeah, deal with this knew, bullshit. Then we'd be like, whoa. It's, it's honestly worse than like friends with benefits because friends with benefits immediately like says, you know, we like each other as people, but this is really about sex. Whereas situationship is like, you're essentially just in this like purgatory and you're, you're doing more relationshipy things. Like it looks and feels a lot like the first three months of a, of a relationship, but then it just never progresses. And then I you're see. just like, how long do I stay in this? I see. Yeah. And who, who is that usually like the guy's fault? Cause he's not popping the, you're my girlfriend question. What it's usually, I will say it's usually the guy's fault. How does one, how does uh, that's something I don't know you're <laughs> hanging out. Do you, do you but, ask a girl? Do you say, want to be my girlfriend or do you just one day you're at a coffee shop and you're like, and my girlfriend will have this. And then they're like, Oh, and then she's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so I think, and this is where I think like women also have to take ownership of 
a lot of the times men are honest at the beginning and they say straight off the bat, like, I'm not looking for a relationship. And then women sometimes get, because men, like the bar for dating has been so low that they're like, he's texting me every day. He's introducing me to his friends. We're going on real dates. And then they assume that that means- Guys do that too. Now he wants, yeah. And they're like, oh, I guess he's changing his mind. But it's like, no, he just is a nice- person that like yeah. wants to go on dates. Well, I mean, guys do that in a sense. It's like, oh, I guess when you're friend zone, that's when guys do it. It's like, oh, she said yeah, that we're friends, but I could see somewhere inside there that she probably secretly likes it's me. It's sort of like the, uh, yeah, it's like the female equivalent of being friend zoned. Right. So, okay. So the, yeah, because a guy <laughs> will, a, a girl that friend zones doesn't want sex. A guy that friend zones does want sex. So that's right. probably the, the difference there. And like in a situation ship, like the, woman usually not always wants a relationship and the guy is like no but here's sex yeah yeah <laughs> no here's sex and also some breakfast the next yeah day. yeah for sure damn but it's like if women get the disclaimer like that's that was a big thing like i was like i stayed in this too long and he did nothing wrong like so that was hard it was like I'm like breaking up with someone, but like, it's like, I, I did it to myself. Right. Right. The only time I had a girlfriend was in high school and I didn't like her for five of the six months that we dated. <laughs> but <laughs> like, you just didn't know how to get out of it. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I remember feeling bad at first. I'm like, ah, oh, the idea of her being sad. I was like, I don't want to make her sad. And then I, there was like, a, it's just, you just I, wait until you hate them so much that it then <laughs> that's all aspects of my life. I just, yes, my way into anything and then don't know how to <laughs> I'm that, an avoider for sure. Yeah. And I'm just like, object. this is just me now. I guess now I am a Mormon because I said yes on the street. <laughs> and I feel too bad letting them down. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to do this. No, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of like the over committing and then having like a panic attack. Yeah. Yeah. I added a clip in the office. I was like, oh, like I have my weed pen. And I'm like, if I when I hit it very lightly, it, it gets me really focused on editing. I feel great, but because I hit it in the office, I had to hold it in. Oh! And I got I got <laughs> way too high in the office. That is so funny. And it's packed in here today. It's so packed in here, and I had to walk around. I'm looking for a private area because I'm like having a borderline panic attack seeing everybody. That is hilarious. In my mind, I'm like, Gary's gonna. This is the day Gary's like, Yo, come in the office. We're filming something. Just like. I oh my god! Then I sober up, and all my anxieties like it's like waiting for you. Yeah, it's like a bathtub, <laughs> just like draining its water. Like by the end, it's just like it's all out. But friggin' god, that sucked. And so, and but the one thing I got out of it was I'm going to talk about it on the pod with you. Yeah, and I got to tell you. Do you smoke at work? Do you smoke? I I do sometimes. My <laughs> My mom is the one that got me my first vape pen, actually. Oh, really? She okay. loves she loves her vape pen at night. Um, I like to, usually on like the weekends or something or like before bed, but I'm, I'm not like a functional high. Yeah. Like I'll just get a thought and forget to do something and I already have ADD, so I'm already doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, that, <laughs> and just like, it was like a, it just derailed anything I was because like now I'm sitting next to people people I haven't said hi to yet are like hey Sean I'm like hey yeah and I'm like please let's not talk right now like because I'm an idiot and smoked in here like it never ends up being a good idea so while we're on drug panic attacks oh you yeah you were saying I had I had a fun interesting situation um this yeah this past weekend I was at 
ACL. Um, and so this what was is ACL? Austin City Limits mm. Festival. Okay. Um, and so we we were there for Durex, but we only had to like perform and do stuff uh, Friday to Saturday. So Sunday, I went to the show and like I'm in my 30s and up until like I've really only like drank or done weed. I've never really taken any other type of drugs except I've microdosed mushrooms, but that's like not nothing too crazy. Yeah. My friend is like, you want to do LSD? And I was like, sure. Why not? <laughs> it's a great time yeah. to try it. Was this during the work event or no? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Cause this that was... would be, yeah. I went to Vegas for this work event, this gang fest. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you about it after uh, you tell me, but like they were doing acid and I'm like, I don't know how you guys are like planning to network with people. Oh and yeah. Do acid. It like, was so my friend was like, you know, it's really just like, you know, obviously the visual, it like really enhances everything you're seeing. Cause it, it like heightens the areas in your brain that are like perceiving images. Um, and, and then it was just very like giggly, but I kept getting these, like, like I thought I was like a prophet and I was like, getting these ideas and I was like, I need to text myself everything I'm thinking. And so the next day I was like, oh my God, I have like all these acid texts to myself. Were they, were, did they make sense at all? Sort of. Like I did remember here, I'll, I'll pull them yeah, up. Yeah, read some. I would love let's, this. Let's look at the acid texts. Um, <laughs> some of them make more sense than others. That's uh, cool though. Yeah, you really feel it in them. I remember just like there were certain weird feelings of like, I remember walking on the street and I was about to turn a corner and I was like, this is it. I'm walking through the end of the, <laughs> it's all right here and now, but I, it was weird. Go ahead. I think I started texting myself because I got an idea for like one of the new brands and I was like, not a good time to put this in the client WhatsApp. Like, Imagine, I was like, I'm the type yeah. that would. That's what I fear would be. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So my first one is, LSD makes you not know the screen to the clouds to your fingernails. <laughs> LSD makes you not know the screen to the cloud. Well, let's break. They that were all down. blending, and then the next one was: <laughs> were were those birds planned? Were those birds planned? That's <laughs> Just, amazing. That's amazing. Because I was like watching a performance, and all of a sudden there was like all those birds, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Are they part of the show?" Um, I like it not even being a show. I like it. You're just walking on this, uh, just like birds come and you're like, were those birds like the Truman show or something? Oh man. Um, oh, and then there was this girl that was there like with us and, um, my, something like happened to my pants and they were like, like sometimes like certain fabrics will like stretch out and it was so hot. So like when I was sweating, my pants were then too big and I was like, this is going to fuck up my whole day. And so this girl is like, oh my God, I have uh, like exactly three bobby pins and she like gets down and like literally like tailors my pants That's in the middle amazing. of a festival and I was in tears laughing just the idea that like there were probably three people out of thousands that were there that like would have been able to help me in this very specific yeah. scenario and you it was were sort of I would have cried probably it was I just like because like, I I get that like overprepared anxiety like I'll be like, I don't know how, like, my friend who's a dude just, like, we're going to the festival and he has nothing on him. Yeah. A wallet. And I was like, you don't need sunscreen or maybe Band-Aids or, you know, right. <laughs> like, it, everything. It, no, that's he. That's I how like, I, I live my, my life. I was like, I need my gum, a pack of tissues, because I know I'll be sweating. Like, I go through all these things in my head. <laughs> Interesting. And sanitizer. I don't, I live my life by... I, I look around, I do one general sweep of the area. That's why I didn't even see this. It was on the ground. And if it, this is under the wires later, it's like it's 
it's for the streets. It's, it's uh, it's gone. Um, then I, this one I thought was really good at the time. Hear me out. Creative people are the Instagram bitches for memories. Which is, all right, so you know the friend that is always taking pictures and at the time you think it's annoying, but then you're grateful afterwards because you're like, oh yeah, we've got pictures. I I actually do, like when someone says something funny, I'll like write it down or text myself. So I was like, wow, I'm going to remind everyone the next day like why we were laughing on acid. That was like my mission in life. And then we started laughing over like, we saw people dress as Power Rangers and it like triggered this core memory of my sister and I. She's younger. And we, one of our biggest fights ever was like who gets to be the pink and yellow. And like she's the alpha. She's younger, but she was the alpha. So like I was yellow. And I remember <laughs> being very triggered by that. Yeah. <laughs> and being That's like, amazing. no one has to be the pink Power Ranger. You have to be the yellow. <laughs> wow. That's the sad version. Can't we all be pink? Why oh, is man. There... I feel like I'm like, I, I always worry here. Like, I'm like, are people tapped into like the greater universe when they're on acid? Or is it just, are they just like, is wire, the wiring's messed up yeah. for a few Well, hours? at a certain point, I think as it was like peaking more, I was like, I'm interrupting my own trip by doing this. And I was like, just having a lot of like internal dialogue with myself. I was like, no, 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 you have to just like be in the moment. And then I would start getting anxious about something. And it was like, I think you have to have some awareness of like this. I think this is why they say, you know, if you don't have a good grasp on your anxiety, you should not do acid because I've been in therapy long enough that I'm able to like self-soothe a little bit where I was like, no, 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 you're on acid. You're fine. Like, you're in a crowd. That's it. You're okay. Like I really had to have, cause being in the crowd, I had to like get out of, but up until then it was, it was fine. It was really just like, I wouldn't do it again in that environment. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's like this office where you're just yeah. trapped amongst people and there's yeah. like no private watching doing acid here. That would be crazy. Yeah. It's like being four eleven at his, at a, you know, zoo. He's like an, he's like a EDM, very aggressive, like techno yeah. we were watching. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Let me, go, let me go lay in the grass and listen to Casey Musgraves. <laughs> That's amazing. I, uh, would you do DMT? Wait, what's DMT again? That's the one where I'm you cool, like, I promise. Somebody told me once it's like you, like you smoke it and then you just like blast off into like this universe of like, like you just see a bunch of shit and it's like, it's not like acid where you can like walk through it. It's right. like, you're going to be on a couch and just like, Oh, in your that own. sounds, I would do that. You would do it. It's like apparently the most intense of them all, but people really like when they do it, they're like, Oh, I spoke to God or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you would do that. That's cool. I, it, it's like, uh, it's like skydiving to me, but way scary. Honestly, I'd sooner skydive than do DMT. Really? I just don't want to fuck up my brain. I want to come out of it like, Oh shit. Yeah. We are all, we are all ones and zeros and I'm a, I'm a, yeah. Like I'm a neuron and a gopher's brain. Like I just would not want that to be me. So yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't know. Yeah, I did skank fest this weekend. That was cool. Uh, How was that? I saw some pictures. It looked, it was cool. I just went to like do content for like one thirty seven and stuff. But, uh, it's pretty neat. It was just like a bunch of different rooms of comedy and like they're all like a bunch of people like drinking and on drugs. They say they were. So, yeah. Um, and then they like, I guess the premise is like you could do like, like they do crazy shit on stage and stuff. Steve-O was there. Yeah. 
Um, so it was cool. Did a boxing tournament that I, I won <laughs> on the second. Wait, that's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Um, overall, but no acid. Although my friend did acid. No acid for me at my festival. Though comedy would be a weirder thing to watch. Oh, yeah, for sure. On acid. Yeah, I can't imagine watching comedy on acid. I think really music is like the only thing that you can really right. consume. What uh, What is your long-term hope? Do you want to have a special one day? Do you want to? Yeah, so I've actually, so I, I've, this is like the first time I'm really saying it out loud, but I definitely want to do a, a stand-up special, but the making FYP and then um, when we were performing it, there's this new, uh, he's a senior creator. His name's John. Um, he made an EDM remix and that like killed it at the performance. And it sort of, I came to the realization like comedy house music does not exist. Like there's comedy hip hop, you know, you've got Lil Dicky, Aquafina, Lonely Island, but you really, there's really not a lot of that. And like writing it, it's like sort of a genre that I didn't, I wasn't really that into until like the last few years. And so I've, I've sort of like, like I want to do a music album this year. And I, cause I feel like, you know, I know that I'm good at stand up, but like, how different am I than a lot of other white women talking about dating? Like it's, it's not that it's, I'm, my standup isn't unique. It's just that I feel like my way kind of in, or like the way that I can really make more of an impact is doing something that I feel like is not really there yet. So I kind of got like the music bug again. So that I, so comedy have, house music, comedy house music. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. What yeah. do you think it'll look like? And what, and, for me, what's really funny about like when like musical hip hop is good is like you're taking the tropes that you're used to hearing, like, um, you know, like the I just had sex song or like um, Aquafina, like, you know, my vag, like you're like how intense she was. Like you're not used to hearing like, you know, women speak that way. And um, I don't know if you know John Lajoli. He's on, he was on that show, The League. He has this song called Everyday Normal Guy. And like the lyrics were just like, that's what made me actually want to do um, musical comedy. He was just like, I like red peppers better than the green ones, like dumb, yeah. dumb mundane shit. And um, so it's sort of flipping like the expectation of what you usually hear in the genre. And there's something like house music is always, it's just like you, you get these like phrases, you know, and it'll be like that same phrase repeated over and over and over again throughout the song. Um, and like kind of that build up, And I, so I feel like I can do something similar. That's like, cool. Do you like, produce music? I don't produce the actual music. I basically, I usually work with like a producer and then I'll sort of have like the lyric, add the lyrics to it. So That's I definitely cool. need to work with. You were going beat stars. No beat stars is cool. But I mean, old town road was a beat from beat stars. Whoa. Yeah. And then I was looking for one on there and Boyd was like, don't use beat stars. Like use a real producer. I'm like, yeah. old town road was on beat stars. He's like, yeah, yeah well, he's talented. I'm like, I found one from YouTube, like, cause there are a lot of, um, you know, people who, who make beats, they put it on YouTube and yeah. then you go to their website and you can like buy it for, I've I'm done sure that I'm sure there's plenty of like hits, like could be hit songs all yeah. over YouTube and, and beat stars and all that sort of stuff. It's just Un uh, untapped bangers. Yeah, exactly. I was listening and there's song. I list, there's beats I found on there that I just listened to. I try download them and I'm like, I'm going to be Mac Miller. I'm going to rap on this in a cool way. And I just can't do it. And then I just listen to the beat from now on. I just listen to the beat because I think it's cool. <laughs> I, I could I could produce a Mac Miller like like 
take him at a beat and be like, do this, I think. <laughs> so I think that's been my biggest challenge as as a comedian is is really it's like just committing to something for long enough to see it through. I get I really talk myself out of directions oh, yeah. all the time. Same. And it's like I'm the only one that can really control that. Like I started this pod today. I was like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, Katie's here. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm excited to have you. Yeah. Uh, But like, I have that problem all and like through everything in life where I'm like anything, the script I'm working on every video I've ever made. I'm just like halfway 70% through. I'm like, is this, what is this? I know. I'm, I'm like, are, are we supposed to like our own stuff all the time? Or like, I don't is that know. Me or yeah. us? I don't know. It's like a very, uh, like it doesn't matter. Like just play the game, I guess of life yeah. and, and don't really overthink that. Like it doesn't really like people yeah. are going to die. So it doesn't matter, I guess, <laughs> but I don't know. For me, I've, I've been trying to think more critically about like, what is the work that it never feels like work to me or that like gets, like for me, sometimes working on stand up, I need to be in a really like good mental space. I have to be like super focused and like I'll, I can force myself to do it, but like writing funny songs, I'll do it at 1130 PM when I'm exhausted. I just get an idea and I want to do it now. And it's yeah. like, that's sort of a hint that my gut is like gravitating towards one thing. Like it's naturally more fun for me to do that. So I'm like, maybe I just need to like follow what is more fun for me right now. Right. Do you like uh Bo Burnham? Yes. Yeah, I love Bo Burnham. He's really yeah. cool. And, and I like that he's sort of, he's like his special really combined the two of them. Yeah. Cause for a while I've been like, Oh, I need to choose. But I think, yeah, he's showing that you could do whatever you want. Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's just content. You know, it's like the, uh, you could just make it. Whatever. And it's cool because I feel like, with stand up, especially like there's like the purists and he's kind of like showing up. I mean, you could do how do it however exactly, you want. Yeah. It's like stand up in front of an audience. Like the laugh track isn't yeah. always necessary, I guess. Maybe that's the theory there. Although it was interesting. I did a pod clip where I like said something like it was like a, a, a story about the first time I touched a boob and like some of the comments were like, this is funny, but a lot were like, like just like it was more of a story, but once you have an audience and it's stand up, they're like, exactly. "Oh, this is supposed to be funny," and then right. they like laugh at. So I don't know; it's weird. Yeah, but you know, it's cr- in the last like two years. It used to people used to be weird about posting their sets, or like now it's it's pretty normal to post a version of a joke, and then you know you're going to continue to work on it even if it's not finished. But like, I feel like comics used to be very weird about posting that or that. precious about their material, like right. being on the internet, like before it's like a special or, um, and yeah, that has sure. changed. Now it's like, if you do a show and you didn't tape it, it doesn't count. It's right. Like, right. Yeah. I know that is a weird little dynamic. A lot of it's crowd work and stuff too now, but I, I do agree. Like you could do it like a, th- a thousand times the same joke. I've tested both. And then one that got all hate, one got the same joke on a different stage, got all yeah. love. I'm like, what the hell? Like it's weird. Have you done any more like roast shows? I know you did like, the heckle one. No, I'm not a big roaster. Me either. I'm. I don't like the roast. I've I've decided or just accepted that I'm just like way too sensitive. I can't. Yeah. Oh, that's not and that, and I don't. I feel bad. It's like with the boxing tournament that I won. I like I stopped a couple people. Like they were like ah, they gave up, and then that like I, I feel bad. I'm watching the video later. I'm like this guy's girlfriend was here. Yeah. Like this guy was like. <laughs> 
And I just feel like, I don't know. But like my dad was like, well, they would have beat you up if they could have. I'm like, yeah, I guess. But I could deal with it better than they can. Loss. Like, I, I don't know. At For a while, I was like, come on, Katie, you're not a real comic if you don't want to do the roast. And then I was like, no, you know what? I like writing for other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. As long as I'm not the one. Like, to deliver the bad news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen some awkward ones, too. I thought yeah. a lady's mom was there for one. Like she was just getting wrote. But it turned out it wasn't her mom, thank God. But like it was just and then they're talking about the mom and I'm like watching this oh, woman man. like videoing her smiling and the smiles going away. I'm like this poor girl. But it, it wasn't even the mom. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They're giving me the wrap up. thing. <laughs> Katie, where can we find you um, on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Howler at you. H-A-L-L-E-R-A-T-Y-O-U. Hell yeah. Well, and, we're looking uh, forward to the house. Check out for your penis. Yes, that. <laughs> check it out, Durex. Go follow them and uh, stay tuned for the uh, the house comedy. Yes. The comedy house song. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Rave comedy. Rave comedy. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, that's the show. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on TikTok. I'm Sean Millay, S-E-A-N-M-I-L-L-E-A underscore. The pod is at Please Clap Podcast. And of course, all the 137 content is at 137 p.m. Support your local comics and comedy clubs wherever you are. And please clap, folks. Come on. The Please Clap Podcast is a Gallery Media Group production.